Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. Welcome to the Mansion on the Hill. This is the home of Terry's Serious Moments. Stories of oddness, of weirdness of nature gone strange. This is season four. We thank you for coming along for the ride. Hope you enjoy it. Hello everybody, this is Terry from Texas. I've talked about haunted, hexed, or outright cursed movies before, But I've got some new info to upgrade those stories with. When actors and film crew die in mysterious circumstances, or if they're injured, some of their films are accused of being cursed. Though skeptics call them tragic coincidences, some movies really do have astonishingly disturbing events associated with them, from on-set accidents to post-production murders. Tragic accidents happen on film sets all the time, but the films don't take on this spooky reputation often. In 2017, stuntwoman Joy Harris died when she lost control of her motorbike while filming Deadpool 2. And Daniel Craig has even publicly denied an alleged curse on the latest Bond film called No Time to Die after the production was hit by an incredible run of problems. An explosion on set injured a crew member, Grace Jones backed out at the last minute, and even Craig himself needed surgery on his ankle, which he injured while filming. To add insult to injury, the original April release was pushed back to November because of the coronavirus pandemic. But Craig says he hates hearing that the movie is cursed, He told GQ magazine, don't curse our movie. A documentary series on Amazon called Cursed Films looks at some of the most infamously hexed movies in Hollywood history. This is a few of the terrifying examples. The Exorcist, probably the most well-known cursed film of all time, and with good reason. The 1973 flick famously follows the demonic possession of a little girl but its horror story production has become as legendarily scary as the movie itself. A freak fire burned down the set being used as the family home at the heart of the story when a bird flew into a circuit box. What is interesting about this is that the only part of the set that was saved was the bedroom in which the exorcism takes place. The crew even called in a real Jesuit priest, Thomas King, to bless the set after the incident. But arguably, 
The biggest reason people believe the film is cursed is the number of deaths associated with its cast. Jack McGowan and Vasiliki Maliaros, two actors whose characters die in The Exorcist, both died in real life soon after filming was finished. Even the stars were affected. Linda Blair's grandfather died during the shoot. Max Von Sydow's brother died the first day Max was on set. Jason Miller, who played Father Damien Karras, had a brush with death, too, when he was hit by a motorbike during filming. The Omen. Just two years after The Nightmare of the Exorcist, filming began on The Omen. The film follows the nightmare of Damien Thorne, an adopted boy who turns out to be the Antichrist. Claims the film was cursed began two months before filming began in 1975, when lead actor Gregory Peck's son Jonathan shot himself. Peck's plane was then struck by lightning, which is an unfortunate unlikely occurrence in itself. But then executive producer Mace Neufeld's plane was also struck in a completely separate incident during filming. They'd also planned to hire a plane for aerial shots in Israel, but the airline switched the planes at the last minute. And that proved to be lucky, because the original plane crashed on takeoff soon after, killing everyone on board. But the chilling incident that really cemented the Omen's cursed reputation came in a horrific accident after filming wrapped. Special effects designer John Richardson, who designed the famous decapitation scene, was in a car crash while sculptor Liz Moore was in the passenger seat. Richardson survived the smash, but Moore was decapitated. He even claimed that when he stumbled out of the car, he noticed a road sign saying that he was 66.6 kilometers away from the town of Amman. The crash took place on 13 August 1976, which was Friday the 13th. Poltergeist. We know that Poltergeist is the story of a home being overrun with evil spirits seeking to abduct the youngest daughter of the family. The supernatural horror was accused of being cursed as revenge for the film's inclusion of real human remains. In one scene, actress Jo Beth Williams is dragged into her family's swimming pool. As she tries to get out, she bumps into decaying corpses and skeletons. I assume they were prop skeletons made out of plastic or rubber, Williams said. I found out, as did the whole crew, that they were using real skeletons because it was far too expensive to make fake skeletons out of rubber. There are several disturbing deaths associated with the movie, and we know that actress Heather O'Rourke, who delivered the film's most quoted line, They're here! died in 1988 at age 12 after suffering cardiac arrest and septic shock. 22-year-old Dominic Dunn, who played O'Rourke's character's older sister, was strangled to death by her ex-boyfriend just four months after the film was released. Many years later, in 2009, poltergeist actor Lou Perryman was hacked to death with an axe by an ex-convict who stole his car. Did you ever see the movie The Crow? The Crow was supposed to be the film that would be the big break for Bruce Lee's son, Brandon. But Brandon was infamously killed in one of Hollywood's most notorious on-set freak accidents. The 28-year-old plays a murdered rock musician who returns from the dead to avenge the rape and killing of his fiancée as well as his own slaying. Just over a week before the film was finished, 
Brandon was involved in a scene where another actor had to fire blanks at him from a 44 Magnum revolver. A dummy bullet from a previous scene was lodged in the barrel of the prop gun without anyone realizing. I'm not sure how it would be a dummy bullet. There, It may be a plug from a blank, like the actor John Eric Hexham died on set because he shot himself in the head accidentally with a blank, and the wadding of the blank entered his head and killed him. When the blank round was fired at Brandon, it shot the dummy bullet at him with virtually the same speed as a live round. Brandon was hit in the abdomen, and despite six hours of emergency surgery, Brandon died on the operating table. But Brandon's death wasn't the only terrifying accident on set. On the first day of shooting, an electrician on a cherry picker hit power lines and caught on fire. He survived, but suffered third-degree burns and his ears had to be removed. Shortly after, a hurricane destroyed the Crow's backlot. With Brandon's family's permission, the film was ultimately finished with a rewritten script and CGI, but it's considered one of the most cursed movies of all time. The Twilight Zone, the movie. You remember the Twilight Zone TV series, how weird it was. And the Twilight Zone movie was no less weird. John Landis and Steven Spielberg's 1983 film adaptation of The Twilight Zone suffered a catastrophe during filming. The film follows the story of Bill Connor, played by Vic Morrow, a man who travels through time and experiences different kinds of prejudice in different eras. In one scene, Morrow was supposed to rescue two children from a burning village during the Vietnam War as a helicopter flew overhead. In an action-packed shot, a fireball from an explosion engulfed the chopper and the pilot lost control. The spiraling helicopter dropped from the air and in front of 100 people on set, crashed down right on top of Morrow and two illegally hired child actors, Maya Din Lee, seven, and Shin Yi Chin, six. Morrow and Lee were decapitated by the helicopter's rotor blades while Chin was crushed to death. The horrific accident led to legal battles which ran on for nearly a decade. Ultimately, the members of the production team accused, including director John Landis, were acquitted of manslaughter. Now this is a film that you wouldn't consider could get cursed, but I guess anything human made can be. The Passion of the Christ. During filming of The Passion of the Christ, cast and crew were struck by lightning. Many came to believe that this film by Mel Gibson, The Passion of the Christ, was cursed because while filming the scene of the Sermon on the Mount, leading actor Jim Caviezel was struck by lightning and immediately afterwards, so was assistant director Jan Michelini. It was actually the second time that Michelini had been struck by lightning on set. The movie was not likely cursed though, given that the film grossed $622 million worldwide and the movie was nominated for three Academy Awards. Another movie that may not have been cursed, but definitely had bad luck, bad timing, bad choice of locations, and some say bad choice of topic, was the movie The Conqueror, a John Wayne vehicle. Over 90 members of the 220-member crew that worked on The Conqueror got cancer. 
Some thought the 1956 movie The Conqueror was cursed. It was later ascertained that they were likely infected from fallout from the nearby atomic testing range at Yucca Flat, Nevada. The movie had been filmed in 1954 in nearby St. George, Utah, which was also later found to have a very high rate of cancer among its population. It is a problem that still haunts the area today. And of course we know that actor John Wayne got cancer while he was filming on this movie and had surgery and apparently got it all and then it came back and killed him later on. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight was riddled with tragedy and misfortune for cast and crew. The movie The Dark Knight in 2008 did incredibly well at the box office. But that doesn't stop some from believing the movie had a hex on it. That's due to what happened to three of the movie stars at around the time the film's release. Heath Ledger died from a fatal mix of prescription drugs. Some say that his role as the Joker took a toll on him. Christian Bale was accused of assault. Bale denied the incident and the matter was dropped. And Morgan Freeman was involved in a serious car accident. A crewman was also killed during the filming of an action scene. Do you remember Rosemary's Baby? Some consider Rosemary's Baby the most cursed movie ever made. So now we're going for superlatives and this is the most. Paramount Pictures' Rosemary's Baby, which came out in 1968, is considered the most cursed hit movie ever made, according to some. After the horror movie debuted, Misfortune befell many who helped create it. Composer Christoph Komita died from a fall. Producer William Castle was hospitalized with several kidney stones and barely survived. And Sharon Tate, well, we know what happened to her. She was murdered by members of the Manson family while she was pregnant. Annabelle. The director of Annabelle said two mysterious events happened while filming. During the shooting of the 2014 horror film Annabelle, Two eerie events occurred that led some to believe the production was haunted. First, director John Leonetti said he walked into a filming location and saw a three-fingered handprint on a dusty window that resembled the three-fingered demon in the movie. Then, he said a light fixture fell on the head of one of the film's actors in the same location where his character is killed in the movie. Annabelle, as many of you know, was based on the story of a real cursed doll that today is kept at Edna Lorraine Warren's Occult Museum in Monroe, Connecticut. Would you think a movie like The Terminator would be cursed? Uh, do you think any curse, self-respecting curse, would come near it? <laughs> Perhaps it did. Because people who have played John Connor in the Terminator franchise, that's all the movies and the TV series, have fallen on hard times. Although he's a hero, Terminator character John Connor seems to have brought misfortune upon the actors who portrayed him. Edward Furlong, the first to play the role in 1991, was suspected of overdosing on heroin, was arrested four times, and said he was broke in 2011 after his ex-wife was granted a restraining order against him. Nick Stahl of 2003's Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines later had a few troubling incidents in 2012 and 13 
where he was arrested for allegedly stiffing a cab driver as well as for alleged drug possession. Thomas Decker of the short-lived TV series Terminator, The Sarah Connor Chronicles, was arrested on charges of allegedly hitting a cyclist with his car. He later pleaded no contest to a lesser charge of misdemeanor reckless driving in 2010. And Christian Bale, who starred as Connor in 2009's Terminator Salvation, went viral when a video of him berating a photography director was released that same year. The actor later apologized. Perhaps it would be wise to perform background checks on actors when they star in movies like this. Just my opinion. Superman. Actors tied to the Superman franchise are said to be cursed too. The first actor to play the character on TV in 1951, George Reeves, saw his character tank after the initial success of the Adventures of Superman. Eight years later, it was ruled that he died by suicide, though some say it may have been murder. Christopher Reeve became a star with 78's Superman the movie and remained successful until he was thrown from a horse and paralyzed in 1995. He died in 2004 at age 52. Other actors associated with the franchise, including Margot Kidder, Marlon Brando, and Richard Pryor, have led tumultuous lives as well. Although I would say that some of the upsetting stuff happened to some of the actors prior to having been in Superman. Movies and curses aren't exclusive to one another. Other forms of celebrity have their very own drawbacks. Here's one I don't believe has legs anymore. People say there's a Playboy centerfold curse. Playboy may today be struggling with its identity. But in years past, many women and celebrities have appeared in the magazine or as centerfolds. Some people claim, however, there is a centerfold curse. According to stories, 16 Playboy centerfolds have all died under the age of 50, whether by drug overdose, car accident, murder, or suicide. It's a fact the Washington Post also pointed out in 2007, after the untimely death of Anna Nicole Smith. This is likely not a curse. Hundreds of women have been centerfolds in the past without incident, but more to do with our culture at large. There have been some that do too much booze and too much drugs, just as in the general population. Former Playboy editor Gretchen Edgren, author of The Playmate Book, Six Decades of Centerfolds, said, I think it's a pretty keen observation when she said that celebrities, just as well as private citizens, succumb to overuse and abuse of dangerous drugs and alcohol. It's just that celebrities live in a fishbowl, as it were, and are more visual to the public, warts and all. Well, that's the show for this week. Thanks for being along for the ride. I want to remind you that on Mondays, Aaron Hunter brings you Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast. Aaron reads listener stories, mostly ghost stories, sometimes UFOs, sometimes cryptids. On Tuesday, Aaron Frail brings you Aaron's Horror Show, different things that he's written. He reviews movies, books, things like that. 
On Wednesday, it's me, Terry from Texas, with Terry's Mysterious Moments, where we talk about just about anything there is to talk about. And at the first weekend of the month, we have video from The Witching Hour and Unexplained Cases. Aaron has instituted a new area called Entertaining Short Films. That's exactly what they are. They're just short stories, nothing in particular, no particular genre, just entertaining. Remember that you can go to your app store, whether you have Apple or Android, download the RPA app, which is a black square with a blue eye in the middle of it. Download that to the device that you listen to the program on. Install it, and when you open that up, you can go straight to the Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast, and its network. So all the all the stories that are involved with RPA are there, so you don't have to go hunting for them. If you want to contact me at Terry's Mysterious Moments, you can do that on the Facebook page, and it's called Terry's Mysterious Moments, or you can email me at Terry's Mysterious Moments at gmail.com. Contact me if you want to. Let's talk about some things. That's about it. We'll be back again. Listen to the other shows. Have a good week, everybody.